Journey Through the Decacast, a common writer retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And we're missing Garrett this week due to minor scheduling conflicts. Well, we can hopefully get through this episode pretty quick. It's a shorter, for some reason it's a shorter one. Like most of the Amazon episodes are 45 minutes long, this one's only about 30. Are they? I feel like the ones we've watched so far haven't been that long, have they? I thought they were. I guess they have. They've been a bit longer than 30 minutes. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, and this is the second half, or the second, um, Ant Colony episode, where it's, we've discovered, oh no, every single person in this apartment complex is an Amazon. I think it's like 186 signatures, they say. Yeah, something right around there. It's nuts. Um, but yeah. It's, I, this, this entire episode is mostly just a, like, combat exhibition with bits of story in between, and I really like it. it yeah, yeah. Like we, we were talking about before we started recording, like, uh, I've seen Dread, and I'm aware of the Raid movies, and like, clearly the people who made this were also aware of those things aware of it or thinking about it or they'd seen it because it's just combat all up and down this apartment complex trying to get past all the uh ant amazons i guess they are yeah uh we see the a lot more of what the um the extermination team is capable of in this episode they they do they do very well it's like they've been in situate like we've seen them deal with an amazon fully prepared we've seen them get surprised and messed up really badly and now we get to see them like doing a fighting retreat and they're you know for a a quote-unquote scumbag mercenary team they do pretty well yeah yeah they, they do a pretty good job in this one uh uh i do i did really like the bit where uh it's partway through this episode where they're like Oh, we sent that other guy off somewhere else, and uh, <laughs> we kind of need him. Uh, we, 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 they've discovered that Jin has been hacking into their location signal, so they sent him a dummy signal, sent him off to like a dock where he just kind of goes and sits down and is like, oh, like, nothing here. Just eating his eggs. And I, I had thought for the longest time that the eggs Jin were carried around were not like hard boiled eggs and were just raw eggs, and he was just slamming raw eggs. <laughs> no, they're they're quite clearly hard boiled. <laughs> yeah, in this episode they're very clearly hard boiled, but it's I had thought before, I'm like, man, it's he's just doing a rocky. It, I mean, a few episodes ago he definitely did, but this time he actually hard boiled. Yeah. So this episode opens up with us. Uh, the last little bit of the end last night where Haruka is helping the extermination team. They go out of the room and are kind of panicking at the fact of, oh no, every single person in this apartment complex is an Amazon. 
yeah, they basically run back into the room, the the, the uh, Queen Ant's apartment complex, and start barricading themselves in there. Uh, they have, like, these, uh, uh, like, electric wires that work relatively well against the dumb Ant Amazons. Yeah, these, it, it seems like the only one of the Amazons with any, like, strategic ability or actual thought process other than oh there's food over there better slowly walk towards it is just the queen ant because all the ants are just kind of shuffling up against the barricade and the electric wires i guess i was trying to think like i guess the other amazons you've seen have been pretty dumb too yeah they've like it may also be, I think, a thing on their rating, because all of the minor ant Amazons are all, like, E rating, which I think is the lowest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so the team barricades the room as Mamoru and Haruka are kind of, their suit actors are doing a good job of showing, oh, they're kind of just out of steam. Like, they've yeah. been fighting and they're not doing too well anymore. Yeah, they do a bit, um, like, uh, Mamoru's, uh his mole form, like, melts back into his body, which is a pretty cool effect. Yeah, the detransformations are really good. It's, uh, and it, like, sucks in a lot of heat while it does it. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna do anything with that, with if it's, like, a an endothermic reaction or something that will, like, freeze things when he detransforms. That'd be neat. Because I know we've had the some of the squad complaining when he transforms man it's really hot when you do this what the fuck yeah he like grabs a burger off the floor and uh rips it rips it in half to share half with haruka isn't haruka hasn't transformed yet or detransformed yet because mamaru is such a good boy he's such a sweet boy trying to share uh yeah mamaru is super thin too by the way yeah he's like he doesn't have a shirt on in the sequence, so it's like, he is a, a tiny boy. The Haruka tries to, like, refuse it, and our shotgun guy makes a, bad, a, makes a really bad joke of, Oh man, are you not hungry, or is it just that we look more appetizing? <laughs> like, come on, right. dude. I, I mean, they don't know whether... They don't really know what's going on with him, so... Like, any Amazon other than Mamoru, they're pretty well program not to trust at this point yeah especially after their other teammate turned into one and tried to kill them yeah that's very true the haruka detransforms starts eating the burger and like the entire team is kind of giving him looks at like it's another just it's another kid what the fuck yeah and uh when he mentions that his uh he, he calls uh the director his mom i i think that's the first time he's ever called her that uh but yeah, he, he says that the director Mizusawa sent him here to, like, help them with this. And they are all like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, it was hard to see, but when he specifically says Mizusawa, the scene cuts and it shows, there's a good, there's a good frame, a good framing of a scene where it's showing the leader of the team uh, unfocused in the front of the camera. And the girl is in the back, and she turns around and is like, oh, says, wait, she's making a ha noise? Like, what? She's your mom? And it's hard to see because he's out of focus, but the 
leader of the team is like having a violent angry twitching in his face it's real good right i I mean i think they're they're pretty aggravated at having like weird crap popped on them constantly by their employers yeah this lady that hired us and has been keeping stuff from us is now throwing her son at us what what is going on the they've called for extraction or at least they're calling to see if they can get an extraction as uh, they keep barricading the rooms because the ants start coming in through the windows. And then Mamoru and Haruka have this sweet little moment where Mamoru's like, hey, what's your name? Oh, it's, my name's Misazawa Haruka. Oh, we're teammates now. And, he, and Mamoru like cuddles up to Haruka a little bit as they're sitting on the floor eating the burger. It's... Oh. Yeah, Mamoru is, I don't know, he's super weird. <laughs> he he is he is sweet and childish in a way that does not make sense. It it's certainly not um appropriate in the situation they're in. Yeah, and it it <gasps> makes me think that he like the whatever experiments have been done on the Amazons like changes their mentality somehow well out of all the amazons you've seen jen is the only one who seems like a normal like a, a well-adjusted person i guess and even then he's got his weird like you have to kill what you eat thing so yeah. like yeah he's a bit of a weirdo like that it's like all the amazons are weirdo and they weirdos and they all seem to be in different ways and in different variations uh, we cut to Misazawa and her assistant. They're like, well, the exterminators are basically trapped in the apartment complex, and Haruka's with them. Man, it sure would be nice if that red Amazon would help, but we sent him to the docks with false data. <laughs> we get to see a, see a cut of Jin just leaning on his bike, eating a hard-boiled egg, like, man, there's nothing out here, though. May as well wait. <laughs> Yeah, it, I think in it's like a scene or two, a couple scenes down the line, they just straight up call him on his cell phone, and they're like, hey, go to the apartment complex, please. Yep. But yeah, uh, the, the assistant guy's like, well, they are, there's nearly 200 Amazons in there, and there are six of them. And she's like, ooh, this is a great <laughs> chance to eliminate a lot of the Amazons. Yeah, it was like, well, it's, do we want to extract them? No, this could be a significant opportunity. But there's only six of them. Well, it's an apartment building, right? Yeah, okay, I've got an idea. Yeah. We don't learn what it is just yet, because we have to go to, uh... God, I get. I forget what the girl's name is. Uh, Haruka's sister. Haruka's sister, yeah. Who, she's, she's having another thing of looking at an, a journal of aquariums as she's remembering Haruka making comments about aquariums like oh yeah you can look at it and it feels like you're part of that world symbolism 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 god they they really need to give her a scene where she like interacts with another character i'm i'm pretty sure that happens in episode five okay yeah because they keep having her appear being like hey this character's floating around yeah she's gonna be important i'm like okay we can hope uh, we go back to the team who is being told, yeah, we're not going to extract you and we're not aborting the mission. 
We're going to send some ghast, anti-Amazon ghast to your location with another, with the surveillance team. And it'll have to be put in a specific place on the building. Uh, it hasn't actually been approved for viability in the field, but, you know, it's a perfect time to test it. They don't actually make that much hay of this in these episodes, but I'm like, isn't that extremely dangerous oh. to Haruka and Mamoru? Oh, yeah, no, it is. It definitely is. It's, um... Haruka gets away by Jin, like, grabbing him and leaping off the roof. And Mamoru, I think, gets given a gas mask. Yeah, yeah, he gets given a gas mask, so I'm like, well, good for him. But, I don't know. It just seemed like, uh, that could have been a lot more dangerous than it than they, uh, play it as. Oh, definitely. And there's some cuts of showing of it, like, uh, dissolving floors. Yeah, and it, it melts a lot of the ants when they do end up using it. So. Yeah. It's certainly not a pleasant-looking way to die. The the leader is like, alright, we'll do this, but we need we need a bunch of food, we need batteries, and we need food for Mamoru and the other one, making sure not to say Haruka's name. <laughs> also, we want double bonus for- we want basically to be paid double the worth of every single vermin we kill. That's only fair, right? We're completely fucked in this situation? And, yeah, no, they get it. Yeah, she says, sure, but, uh, you have to- perfect results, then. Have to triple S this mission. Shotgun Guy mentions that he has, like, a, a debt that he's paying off that, uh, he can finally do if they get paid a bunch for this mission. Yeah, it- it's the, basically, the team is making comments of, oh, man, we're going to get paid so much money for this. This is great. And Haruka, who has been a very much like, no, got to do it to stop them because we're good boys. He's doing like, you're, you're doing this for money? Well, yeah, dude. Why, why wouldn't you want to get paid for doing this? This is crazy dangerous. <laughs> well, but what about Mamoru, though? He loves the team, and he loves hamburgers. <laughs> okay, is, I guess Mamoru's not getting paid? Yeah, because they asked for more food to be delivered for Mamoru, too, and I, I guess Mamoru is fueled by hamburgers. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. I know that Jin had said that chickens, at least, are have the similar stuff that Amazons need for... That it's... Something in chickens is similar enough to the proteins in human flesh that it's okay, and I guess hamburgers work too? Oh. Yeah, they're not, they don't super bring it up. I don't know, he he throws them an egg at the end of the, like, toward the end of the episode, and it works way better than the hamburgers. Yes. So I, I guess chicken's just better. I was interpreting it as more of a thing with, uh, I, I thought they were going for, like, a processed meats don't work as well thing. That also makes me think, like, are do they purposefully use processed meats with Mamoru to keep him at a set strength level so that he doesn't get too strong to disable? Like, oh, too yeah, strong I, to control? Yeah, I guess that might actually make sense. But I don't know... Do, do the re Certainly the extermination team doesn't know it works that way. And I don't know if anyone else at the pharmaceutical company knows it works that way. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, they haven't implied it. They may say later, but they haven't said anything about it yet. Um, the, the leader asks Haruka, you know, okay, yeah, we're all doing this for money, but why are you doing it? And before he can get a response, the ants start, like, tearing down the barricade. 
And so, of course, the extermination team has to focus on that. It's like, oh, wait, why, why are they doing this now? What? We've been fine for a little while. I mean, I guess, I guess they realized we were a threat. The Haruka stumbles after this, and everyone's like, oh, no, are you okay? Oh, man, I'm hungry. Or he's, he's like rubbing his chest. And they're, of right. course, the, the team is like, I understand why kind of being shits to Haruka as it's it's a weird disparity between like they're being super sweet to Mamoru is like don't worry food's on the way it's okay and then Haruka hey do you want some of that dude that the lady kept in her freezer <laughs> yeah the dude's head is still in the the fridge so I I do like that there like is a bit of a co- continuity like they kept with continuity where the fridge has been open for long enough that the head is, like, starting to defrost and blood is now dripping down the front of the fridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's super gross, but a good, good, uh, continuity bit there. Yes, that's great. <laughs> uh, so they get a call from a surveillance team of three young dudes who are like, Alright, we're here, we've got the gas and we've got food. I don't think we can make it to your location as they look on the outside of the building and there's just... This parade of ants slowly walking upstairs. Right, and I'm like, okay, is anyone looking at this building from anywhere? Because it's <laughs> very obvious that there's a bunch of weird monster people in the building. Yeah, I don't know. You'd, you'd think more people would notice, but I guess I, I guess for the show's worth. Yeah, they, they do, there's like a, a line about how they've got a... Like so, someone's keeping the building clear. Like they have a team of people keeping the keeping people clear of the building. So, I, I guess that makes as much sense as anything. Yeah, for for an evil pharmaceutical company trope, they are surprisingly competent. <laughs> uh, so to get out of this room, they are basically they have to create a minor explosion so they can clear it out. So they just toss out some ammunition. And have Fuku shoot it. Holy shit, Fuku is a good shot. Uh, Fuku is the sniper rifle boy. Yes, guy, Fuku the is way. the sniper rifle boy. Yeah, um, I guess if you shoot the electric bullets with other electric bullets, it makes extremely effective explosions. Yeah. And they're like, alright, we've only got a second to do it, so shoot! It explodes and they all rush out of the room. Uh, we cut down to the three surveillance guys, who it is very obvious they've never done field work, because they're all backing down a hallway, all looking one way. <laughs> yeah, they they get jumped by two ants and are just like getting getting chopped on. The, the ants just start just start eating their legs and stuff. So uh, it's that like, doesn't look like a good time. Yeah, no, it's it very much looks like a thing of oh no, I guess they're dead. Nope, the team gets here just in time. They get, they hand out batteries and the food so everybody can get upgrades. Or can get a reload. Yeah, up. and Fuku sets up some more of the electric lines uh, to give them, like, a, let them rest for a minute. Yeah. The, I, I, I don't know about you, but I I kept thinking of the, uh, that one, uh, the, the thing in Bioshock where you could, like, shoot crossbow bolts that shot electric lines behind them. As, like, traps. Yeah, it's very good. I, f- I feel like that's the only other time I've encountered something like this. Duh. 
So everybody's reloading and eating, and Haruka is just kind of standing around looking like, what it, it very much feels like as long as, he, if, as, whenever he's not in his Amazon form, he's just kind of in a haze. Because he still feels unsure. Right yeah. Up, right up until he notices a dude the, that had one of his legs chewed on. And he's like, oh god, are you okay? And even the surveillance dude is like, dude, it, don't worry about me, just eat. And Mamoru's like, yeah, <laughs> eat so you can get strong again. Yeah, basically, Haruka doesn't seem like he's at full capacity for this whole episode until the end, pretty much. Yeah, it... He's kind of decided to do it, but it's like, I don't know, he's still got this weird... Uh, hamburgers aren't doing it for him. Yeah, not really. So I, gu I guess one hamburger is enough. Because Fuku's watching the ants that are slowly, like, striking against the wires, and they... Oh, they're able to get through! So we get a fun scene of Haruka and Mamoru transforming right next to each other. It's it's very interesting because Haruka has that green flame, and Mamoru just kind of has like a steam vent out of his entire body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I when I was listening, I listened back through some of the uh, episodes we've been doing over the past few weeks, and uh, Fletch inserted a little thing that uh, I guess the transformation is re uh, reminiscent of uh like uh something in Parasite Eve where the the parasite monsters will send off this big heat wave whenever they turn into whatever they are. Oh yeah, that's true. They do do that. Eva's final ability, she's her transforming into like a monster also does that sort same sort of heat wave thing. Yeah, the the belts are different though. The yes. the belts Yeah. Uh Harka like uh he <laughs> this is like the first time where I feel like he seems like he gets hyped up to do it too. He like uh he gives like a primal yell and it's like Amazon. Yeah, very much. That becomes he, a thing from he now revs, on. Revs his motorcycle handle belt. <laughs> the belts in this is so fun. I do kind of like them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, like, the voice in them is perfect. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, there's like uh what three and two or three ants in the room, and Harka and Mamoru take them out pretty quickly. Yeah, it's uh they take them out fairly easily. I mean they're E class, so I'm not entirely surprised. And Haruka does a very thing of he's good thing of he smacks one on the ground and then like punches his fist through its back, claiming, yeah. "Oh, I'm still human." Yeah, it looks like he, like, rips its heart out or something. I was actually wondering if he was going to eat it at that point, but he does not do that. This this episode specifically starts getting particularly gory. Like, I mean, we had the guy, we had the one where his wings got ripped off by Haruka. And we've had, you know, the grasshopper one, I think it's Ryusuke, get cut in half. But it's been, like, a quick thing. And this is much more... I don't know. It, there seems to be more gore going on. We're we're starting to get into the point where it's like, oh yeah, this is this is definitely a show for adults, not kids. Yeah, when they get to the roof, there's a a fairly intense fight sequence. Yes. Before that, though, there's a basically the the ants are blockading the way for the uh, 
the support team to get out, so they're going to have to go with the the extermination team for the rest of this mission. Yep. So they all make a break for a stairwell and are tr- and uh, to get to the top of this place, because they've got to attach the gas to the water tank. Uh, the plan is to use the sprinkler system to uh, u- uh, spread the gas throughout the facility. Which is a good plan. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a reasonable plan. Uh, it works pretty well when they eventually it pull it off. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's like a couple minutes sequence in here where they're trying to get through this uh, the stairwell while they're being constantly cost by ants, basically. Yeah, it, it, this is, like, this entire fight scene is good. Yeah, it's a good sequence. It's, it fe- it's, it, a lot of the fights we've been have been very, like, one or two people against one or two other people. Um, and as, as, you know, the fights might get desperate and it's like, oh, we have to fight and we'll have moments where we'll stop and we'll we'll talk and stare at each other and we'll have a conversation about some of the plot lines. They, they, there isn't really a chance for this. This very much feels like a super desperate, oh god, we're all gonna fucking die. Oh Jesus, fuck, Christ. oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even two of the support team members like an ant bursts out of one of the an ant bursts out of the one of the doors in the stairwell grabs the first guy or grabs one of the support team members one of his friends tries to help him and oh here's a second ant and they both get pulled off and are getting chewed on and oh no an ant has knocked fuku into the door and the door slams on them and i guess they're gone yeah yeah uh, they kind of get keep yeah, during the sequence, they're getting, like, separated a little bit, and, uh, it, it's, uh, fairly intense. Yeah, uh, cause, yeah, they, bur- they burst out of that stairwell eventually, because there's just too many to, guys to run through, and are trying to make a break for another stairwell. And, uh, basically, everyone leaves except for Fuku, who is, I, he, I guess he's staying back to, um, I mean, he, he does. We learn later that he stay back to set off the sprinkler uh, system. Sprinkler system. But yeah, he basically stays in the stairwell. He puts up a wire in front of him, while the rest of the team busts out of the stairwell to keep going and go up a different way. Yeah, I thought that the they were just gonna have the two people from the support team be dead, but I think they live actually. Not those two. No, they die. They don't. Okay. No. Okay. Fuku lives, but those two die. Yeah, the whole extermination team makes it out of this one, but uh, yeah, the support team definitely <laughs> suffered some casualties here. It, it is very obvious that they do not have the fighting capability of the of the extermination team, which you know makes sense that they're just the, supposed to be the support team. Is is Katori the name of the the lady, the knife lady? Maybe. Uh, Let me. See. I know they call out her name when she gets bit. Yeah, she's actually one of the more effective members oh, of Nozomi. Of the, that's her name. Nozomi. Yeah. yeah. Nozomi is like she's like one of the only ones we actually see killing the guys. Like yeah. uh her knife or fighting or whatever will actually kill them in a way that shooting them doesn't seem to do immediately. Yeah, no. So she has bas she has taken point and is like, Oh hey, there's some stairs over here. Starts running to stairs and oh no, an ant comes out of nowhere and starts chewing on her leg. I think it is. Oh no, it's her stomach. Yeah, everyone else in the team is like, oh, we 
we gotta go. We gotta keep keep going with the rest of the mission. We gotta. We're just gonna have to leave Nozomi here. Uh, and Memorius is like, no, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna stay here with Nozomi. Yeah. It's like they start they start going and start pulling Mamoru up until he breaks away. He's like, no, I have to I have to save Takai. I have to stay with her. Which I was definitely wondering, like, is he going to die from the the gas then? But uh yeah. He he ends up making it out of this one. But I I was definitely wondering if they were gonna uh like play some drama into that one there. But they do they also do a good job with the music in this, because it's there's been a very driving soundtrack as they've been fighting through things. But as mm-hmm. soon as they take this second of Mamoru, like, no, I'm going to protect this lady. It was playing, like, the same nice chime music that had been playing, like, whenever Haruka was having a quiet moment looking at aquariums or something. Oh, it's very oh. nice. They all get up to the roof, and, oh, hey, here's the queen ant with a bunch of other ants. Oh, no. I guess we're going to have to fight her. Does she does she have molded nipples on her armor? I was actually just wondering that a second ago. Oh, my like, God, she minute. does. It she, She's got the bat chest with molded nipples on the armor. That's so weird. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's pretty weird, honestly. The, yeah, it's a thing of, like, okay, where do we have to put this? Oh, we gotta put it up there on that water tank. Hey, Haruka, we need your help with this. You, you're you the only one that can really uh, help fight them while, it, like, we're not gonna be able to get through this alone. Yeah, you mind holding these guys off for a few minutes while we, like, run over there? <laughs> so Haruka goes straight at the B, and we get a very good multiple fight scene. Where it's Haruka is very obviously like not he is not as strong as he was even like on his first transformation. Yeah, he's he's really running out of gas at this point. And e- even like the leader of the team is watching him fight. He's like, "Is this like is this really how strong? Is this re- was was he this strong? Was he this weak before?" Yeah, because I mean, when he when he first showed up, he was basically not having that much trouble with the queen and no. They also mentioned that like she might have eaten since they saw her last, so she might be uh, doing a little better in that department. Yeah, which makes sense. It's a thing of oh my god, do they all have nipples on their armor? I think they might. <laughs> um, it, it definitely seems like a thing where I forgot what I was, I forgot the thawing of thought I was having. Oh, well. Uh, we get a short... Yeah, okay, so here's how I know that the support team is dead. Is It starts playing the dramatic music after making the comment of, The Queen Anne is stronger, she must have eaten. And we get a shot of the glasses that oh. one of the support team was wearing. And then the gun that the other one was wearing. And just, like, in the top left of the frame, out of focus, is the guy's hand. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, they totally show that. I did not notice that one the first time, so good catch. It's real good. Like, and I I actually quite like, like, whatever they use as fake blood, that looks like blood! It's It's pretty convincing, yeah. The defense, the extermination team keeps going towards the 
water tank, and oh no, shotgun guy gets overwhelmed and loses his shotgun. Here comes Haruka. Basically sacrifices himself so that he can get away. Yeah, and he's getting pretty severely beaten up by the Ant Queen at this point. Yeah. it's Now that you mentioned it, it is super weird that all the Ant... Like, every Ant has weird nipples. I'm just like, I don't, why? I don't... <laughs> Ants are not mammals. They don't... They don't no, have mammary glands. <gasps> I guess it's because they're Amazons and used to be humans. I, I suppose, but yeah, it's, but yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, no, it's definitely weird. But uh, Haruka gets beat up enough that he detransforms, and like it's in it, like the belt's eye whenever he's transformed, the belt's eyes will glow, and they just lose their glow when he detransforms. Yeah. Uh. Earlier when they showed him transform for the second time, and, um, it's kind of neat. They, the effect that they show on the eyes of the belt, it's like these red streaks run across from the center of the belt out to the edges on the, yeah. the, like, the eye mask that, uh, is like the, the front of the belt. It's a pretty cool looking visual. That's very good. Duh. So the situation keeps getting more and more dire, and it, it definitely looks like, well, I guess, I guess this is it, because we're not, we're gonna lose here. Is there really nothing we can do? And then the music stops after a swell as Jin kicks an ant through a door, casually walks out, and goes, hi, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So time to Jin X Machina. Uh... He's gonna save their asses at the last minute here. And I love that everyone, including the Ant Amazons and the Queen Ant Amazons, all just kind of stop and turn and look at him like... What? <laughs> we get to see that when he was sitting on his bike, he got a call from somebody. And he do we don't actually see who it is. But it immediately cuts to the assistant, Misazawa and her assistant, and the assistant making the comment of, man, we had no idea if he'd go to the apartment complex. But I guess it worked out this time. As they are walking back to the boardroom, and they are watching a video feed from Nozomi as she and Mamoru are trying to fight off some Amazons. Yeah, I guess her helmet has, like, a camera on it or something. Yeah. And there was the director of sales who... The only person who is, like, every single other person in the boardroom is standing up and looking disgusted. And then there's the director of sales who earlier was, basically, it was implied he's trying to get in on the Amazon's project. He's the only one sitting down watching with this interested look on his face. So I'm, I'm wondering where he's going to be, a what, what he's going to be a thing for later. Yeah, uh... I don't know. I, I guess we're going to see what they're going to try and do with the Amazon cells as the show progresses. Yeah. Uh, so Jin and Haruka have this nice little conversation while everyone's still... Like, the Amazons are all kind of stunned. And Jin's like, so, like, what are, you, what are you doing here? Are you having a conversation with the you inside yourself again? No, I wanted, I wanted to see if I'm still human. And Jin acts as if this is hilarious. He's just like, are you, are you kidding? You're you're an Amazon, buddy. Does it matter? Uh, he, he does have the line, if you really were human, would you have to ask? And I'm like, 
Well, actually, yes. Uh, that's like one of the older philosophical questions. <laughs> is, is that like, do you do you know traits that you have? Like, is knowledge self-knowing? But I don't know. Yeah. He, he doesn't seem like Jim is the is the sort of person who like seems like he thinks he's philosophical, but then like doesn't actually know anything about stuff. So yeah, I don't no, know. It's... It, it it is like I've seen the reverse of it where someone asking, "Am I a monster?" and you know the thing of, "Well, if you're asking if you're a monster and thinking about it, then no, you're not." And it feels like a weird reverse of that, right? Yeah, that, no, that's a good point. That doesn't work as well. Yeah, I'm like, well, if he is asking if he's human, I mean, you know, he's working on it. Uh, Jin tosses Haruka a hard-boiled egg. He crushes and eats it. I don't know why he crush. Well, I guess he crushes it to get through the shell. But then right, he just right. eats the shell as well. I have never eaten an eggshell. I can't imagine it being terribly pleasant. Well, it's... From what I know, it's basically... Like, it's just tasteless. It's just a shell. It crunches a bit. Makes me yeah. think of. I mean, I'm uh, sure you could do it. Makes me think of Dan Rickert's egg story, where he literally didn't know that you weren't supposed to fry the eggshell. For the long, like for most of his young adult life, he ate eggs just like with the eggshell. Did not know you weren't supposed to. What? Oh yeah, no. <gasps> it, it, it you can go look it up on YouTube if you want. It's there. They base it. I think it was during one of the episodes of the Giant Bombcast where it's literally he learns that, oh, no, you're not supposed to eat the eggshell. Because he talks about, oh, yeah, you know, the white thing around the egg. It's like, I'd, I'd fry that, too. And the rest of the ca the rest of the podcasters are all like, are you, what? <laughs> I, I'm just amazed at the amount of things that you would have to, like, not be exposed to. Dan <laughs> make that Dan, mistake. You know, Dan is one of the like most sheltered kind people. Like Dan Rickard is a very kind person, but there are a lot of things that he's like sheltered and didn't know about that it is like how 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 like I've seen so many movies and TV shows where someone cracks an egg into a pan to eat it, to, to fry it or cook it. And like yeah. Have you never been around someone when you did this? I guess not. Because presumably everyone else on the planet knows. It. When they see you frying an eggshell, they're going to be like, Hey bud, what the hell? Yeah, pretty much. <gasps> the, this egg seems, like, as we said earlier, this egg for Haruka seems to be, like, significantly better than the hamburger. Because he immediately is able to retransform and is fighting harder against the ants that he did yeah before yeah hark is doing much better now and Jin makes the comment of oh i guess this is how a human fights well unfortunately kid it's not it you know being human or anything that's not the this actual situation isn't that noble you're an amazon yeah he's he's got a very uh like life is conflict sort of thing going on that he's uh saying is the way that he sees the whole situation here it's, it's human or not it doesn't matter all that matters is that you're alive 
And and the and he says that staying alive is preying on other lives. So yep. I guess now we know how he sees the world. <laughs> I mean like if you think about it, he's not entirely wrong. Like all life comes from consuming other life. You can't you can't right. get energy from anywhere other than other life, whether or not that's an animal or a plant. Well, the sun, but yeah. Well, yeah, it's it <laughs> all originally comes from the sun, but not all of us can photosynthesize. H- human bodies are designed to to have that energy processed by another organism before yes. we can process it ourselves. So yes. And Jin is Jin is giving this little, uh, this little speech about you know it's the same for every single person here, Amazon or human, it doesn't matter. We get the nice singing music of the woman ah in the back as it's cutting through all the different characters as we see, uh, Nozomi and Mamoru fighting off some ants. Nozomi's doing pretty well for having a bite in her gut. Yeah, we get, we get to see Fuku. Oh my god, they do all have weird nipples. Um, we get to see Fuku <laughs> in the stairwell as he's losing his fight. Pretty and much then, uh, but yeah, Haruka whips out a pretty cool move here. He's... Oh god, I love how they get their weapons. Yeah, this is real, real different than any other common writer show, and I, I definitely like the visual a lot. Because uh, he he grabs the handle on his belt and like pulls out an impossibly long spear. That right, it, it 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 make it has this like gooey stuff coming out as if he's pulled it out of an organic area. Yeah, it's like wiggly and and gooey at first, and then solidifies once he's got it out of the belt and is holding onto it. <gasps> And the belt says violent... Oh god, I love violent break as the trigger phrase. Yeah, violent break is apparently the code name for pulling a spear out of your belt. So he he, he impales around. like three guys. He, he throws this spear through three of the ants and they yeah. all melt on it. It's so good. He just flips around and chucks it, saving the shotgun guy. And he immediately starts fighting harder and like... His attacks are ripping through these ants as you're seeing blood, like this gray-black goo blood rush out of him. He rips off the arm of one after stomping it into the ground, proceeds to stab his hands through another one, and then tear it in half. He's getting blood all over his black, this black goo blood all over his body. Yeah, and he's doing like his uh, howling thing again, where... He, like, uh, freaks out and starts yelling a bit during his fights. He's he's much more animalistic again. It, it is much more like how he originally was fighting. Yeah, and uh, a- after a little bit of that, he attacks the queen by pulling out another violent break, but this time it's like a whip instead of a, a spear. And he, he, ra- he, like, wraps it around the throat of the queen from below and pulls her off the guy who she's eating. Yeah, well, it's... There, there is a there's a short scene of us going back to the uh, boardroom of everybody watching and kind of being shocked at Haruka's violence. Oh yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Then we get to see the last support guy going. All right, we just gotta 
we just got to connect this gas canister to the water main of the apartment complex and we should be able to we'll be able to get basically be able to gas the bugs right right yeah, and Jen's fighting the uh, the Queen Ant for a second here, but then she jumps off to stop them from doing that. Yeah, she 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 leaks away and basically, I guess, commands some of the ants to hold Jin while she jumps up and starts attacking Asami, the last person of the support crew. And then, yes, Haruka has like a and in he gives a super loud roar, like he he's he. His suit actor is doing a good thing of, like, I, I literally can't hold myself roaring. And he roars loud enough that both Fuku and, like, everybody, every single person in the building can hear it. And then, yeah, he whips out, the, he, he pulls out a whip with a violent break, yanks the queen off the building, and then cuts her in half with his arm blades. Right, right. It doesn't say violent punish, but it's the same move that he did that well, one It says violent break. Yeah. And uh, Haruka is, like, even after this, like, he's covered in this black blood, black goo that he's smearing on his face, and he's roaring and screaming and shaking. He's still going nuts. And uh, the leader... He's like, all right, everybody, get on your get on your gas mask, and he starts the uh, he starts putting the thing. Jin grabs Haruka and uh, leaps with him off the building. He's like, uh, the leader says, all right, Fuku, do it, and you see Fuku who is lying on the ground of the stairwell as three ants chew at him, <laughs> and he's still. <gasps> He's still able to shoot one of the electric bullets into, like, a fire thing, which sets off a fire alarm and starts the gas water. I don't all... think that you can actually set off sprinklers by shooting them, but uh, it's just too cool to not do. Well, so I, it I, works in everything. <laughs> I think it's because they're electrical bullets. It, like, caused a short, which caused, which had it happen automatically. Right. Who knows if that would actually work, but it's yeah, pretty but, neat. you know, dramatic tension, it works for this. Yeah, thankfully Mamoru has uh, detransformed, and so he can put on a gas mask. Yes. Because it would not fit over his weird mole nose thing if he was still in that form. Man, if he, oh, <laughs> I kind of wish he'd had a ma gas mask that did fit over it, because that'd be very funny. Yeah, I was wondering how they were going to deal with that, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they they set off the alarm... And all the ants dissolve, and we just get scenes of the, the all the armbands sitting in just, like little pools of black blood. Yep, it's real good. And everybody just kind of stumbles and makes their way out. And uh, we go back to the boardroom, to where the the leader of the company is like, "All right, everybody, that was too afraid to even think about this stuff." Do you understand the gravity of the situation now? There are 4,000 more Amazons just like this loose in this city. Do you get it now? And like all all of the no-name people are kind of sobbing to themselves in the back. And I, I'm definitely like, I, I think they got it before. It, it doesn't seem like this actually changes anyone's opinion on anything. So, but, you know. 
It would certainly make me think twice about going to the grocery store. Oh, definitely. If I weren't already not going to the grocery store because of the deadly virus. <laughs> yeah, we've got our own <laughs> deadly thing going on. So I'm not sure. I did little better than flesh-eating monsters, but <laughs> just as deadly. It doesn't turn anyone into a plastic karate bugman, so... Yes. That's, that's, uh, that's minus a point for reality. Uh, we go back to the extermination team. Like we're we're da we're back at the truck. Jin and Haruka are like standing off to the side as the the team is bandaging themselves up. And armor time starts playing. Uh, the leader gets a message that we don't hear, but uh, he's he's looking specifically at Jin. Yeah, and Jin is kind of leaning against the van. I'm like, is is Jin gonna be cool with the extermination team? That seems like a bit of a a long shot. No, probably not after this, because he he <laughs> takes a step forward to say something to Haruka, and the team leader just comes out and uses the stun baton to knock out Jin. Yeah, he smacks him in the back of the neck, and I love the way that Jin like rotates to look at him it's as like he a, is falling unconscious. Yeah, giving him an, an "Are you serious?" <laughs> And then collapses. What the fuck, man? And even the rest of the team is like, comes out and is like, what What the fuck was this? What happened? Evil biotech company, yeah, they want to kidnap that red Amazon, but dude, he just literally came up and saved your lives. Right, you Try yeah. him like this. I was definitely wondering, like, well, I guess we'll see what happens with that next episode. I, I have seen an image of Jin, like, with white eyes and looking evil. So I don't know what's going to happen to get to there, but it'll be interesting. And then we get our stinger for next, and it looks like Haruka is going back to the house. He's going to stay there and... Have a bit girl. of a conversation with his sister, finally. And she's, like, super happy about, oh, you're, you're going to stay here? No, I'm not going to stay here. You can't do that. And there's, like, two... Yeah, they show two different Amazons for the next mm -hmm. episode, so... And there is a very, there's a very good and interesting line for this that says, you know, once, once you break out of the cage, you can't go back. You can't, you can't put the wild animal back in the cage once it's broken out. Which, uh, it's not, I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure you can't put a wild animal back in a cage, but I, I get the metaphor that you're going for. <gasps> But yeah, and that's the end of the episode. As basically, after Jen falls unconscious, they kick in the uh, the credits. You never actually. It's this was episode four: die or kill. Never actually said that. Whoopsie. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess we did forget that one. Uh, Definitely uh, reminds me of the bit from the uh, Evangelion movie dub where they have the guy say, "You kill or you die." Yep, pretty much. I'm going with the thing of you, you eat or be eaten. It's the entire theme of this show. Yeah, so far. It's, uh, I've been enjoying the actual a lot. I, I don't know, I feel like the... Whatever it's doing thematically is still a little weird to me. I'm not sure I'm buying the whole, like... You know, people have this animalistic side that, like, they can't overcome or whatever. I don't know. I... I I feel like they need. I need to see more where they're going with this for me to buy into it thematically. Yeah, it's it's a thing of like it, we're only four episodes in, so I'm hoping it'll definitely go somewhere, but we'll see. The direction and the action is genuinely interesting and different, though, from every other. Like they couldn't have done this in another 
in another another common writer show basically you know it's they they definitely could not have it the fact that this has been written specifically for adults and is not a children's show is to its benefit right yeah i don't know if they should make that a regular thing but yeah if they're gonna do stuff like you know this episode for like the first three episodes like they were uh, actually, I guess episode three and four both had sequences that really couldn't have been in another sh- another common writer show, and like I like that stuff. Like, but the the weird budgeting discussion from the previous episode and yeah. this, this intense ra- the raid action sequence in this episode. This is good stuff, and I hope that they're going to keep giving us stuff that we couldn't really do in another common writer show just by virtue of the way they're made. Very much so. Uh, also, I like the physic the physicality of this episode it works better too because it's set in this uh, this apartment complex that we it's got a fairly standard layout. You figure out like what it is pretty quickly. Uh, most writer fights take place in a quarry because they <laughs> have to they have to like have the CG like you have to have an open space for the CG to work and stuff. So yeah. this is just more fun. And like when they got they got to the part that like needed more expressive CG, you know, like tearing that ant in half or throwing the spear, they got up to the roof. Yeah. Which was yeah. good. But for now it's just kinda like, eh. Like they're doing a little bits of CG, they're giving us good areas to fight in. I yeah, am it's, excited. It's always it's... nice to have a good location. Like Im- improving the setting is a a good way to cr- make up the drama in writer fights, because Usually that's not really an option. Nope. That's good. Amazon's is good. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in it so far. I want to see more of where, where we're going with this one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much that episode for this week. Uh, yeah, next week, we'll, I'm going to be out of town, so... We might do that Kiva movie, then. I think you'll be doing that Kiva movie. Right, and we'll be starting Ryuki in like two or three weeks, probably. Probably two. We'll do yeah. it after the Kiva movie. I am looking forward to Ryuki. Yeah, me too. It's Dragon Knight in America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, uh, this has been Journey Through the Decacast. We are a podcast on the internet. That is located at journeythroughthedecacast.com. On that website, you'll find links to our network's Twitter. You can visit me or Garrett on Twitter, too, if you would like to do that. Yes. Uh, If you'd like to dispute or ask questions, we've got our email, which is journeythroughthedecacast at gmail.com. And, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, So we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that. Yeah, I wonder if, uh, oh man, oh, just slipped, slipped my mind. Oh, I, I, I wonder if we're gonna ever get to a point where we're watching a show that Tokushoutsu has already subbed for us, so we can just, like, watch their subs instead watch of having there to ins- get it fan-subbed. Instead of acquiring it? <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they're still working on Kuga now, right? Yeah. I don't know if they have the whole show released or not, but. Presumably I think they do. do more. I think they do, yeah. I hope they do a couple more Heisei shows. Oh, man, that'd be great. Come to yeah. America. Good night, right. everybody. Good night.